Hey guys, it's Sam here, and in today's podcast, I will be talking about music, more specifically, how music affects someone's mental health. There are many ways music can affect someone's mental health, both positively and negatively. When it comes to the positive effects, it improves your mood by releasing chemicals in your brain, such as dopamine, which increases your happiness and other pleasant emotions. Right now, I'm just making some more recordings to add a little, you know, difference because I know my podcast is really boring because it's talking about music and medical facts, and I'm the only one doing this, and I'm just sitting in my bed alone. (laughs) Haha. Not only does it make you happier, it also improves your language development and improves learning when it comes to different topics. It also improves the quality of your life overall. It helps Alzheimer's patients with their memory. It also helps us express out our emotions so we don't get depressed out. And helps us channel our feelings instead of releasing them on others. It is also scientifically proven, and from personal experience, to help when you have anxiety and depression. And also helps with emotions and stress and creates a relaxed environment that allows you to explore different ways of expressing your emotions. It also helps you regulate your mood so you don't get rude to others and prevents you from having emotional outbursts of screaming, yelling, and anger. As before, music helps with anxiety and depression. But other than that, it also helps with PTSD, OCD, ADD and ADHD, autism, insomnia, dementia, and also stress, as mentioned before. In between each sad segment of this podcast, I will be putting a little joke just to cheer it up a bit because I have no clue what I'm doing. Now, as with everything else, what has positive effects must also have negative effects. And even music has negative effects. In a mental study, males who tended to listen to music to express negative feelings had less activity in the medical prefrontal cortex of the brain. When listening to the music, People tend to think it should distract you, but also some ways of listening to music and certain songs do not help with coping with negative emotion, meaning you have to continually think over those negative things that happened, and that leads to even a poorer state of health. And sad music, most of the time, weakens a person's character and happiness. Why did the cannibal chicken cross the road? Because even it could tell that McDonald's chicken isn't real chicken. Wendy's is 100% better. Other than this, the more expressive a piece of music is, the more dangerous it is for your emotions. If you listen to sad or aggressive music, you may have a higher anxiety than those who listen to happy and upbeat music. It is also found that certain listening styles 
have long-term effects on the brain. It also arouses and nourishes an excessive state of motion, causing worse ADD and ADHD. Now, to take a break from all this depresso in this sad part of music, we are having a little segment here where, you know, I have no clue what I'm doing, right? This, this, this is the product of procrastination, this, this whole podcast. And also, as expected, sad music causes negative feelings of profound grief. People tend to prefer sad music when they are experiencing deep personal loss, such as loss of a family member or end of a relationship. This causes the person to become more depressed, despite listening to music, because it's not happy music. Alright, Chief, that's it. It's the end of the podcast. All my facts were good, and I'm not smart at all, except when it comes to music and mental health, psychology. Now, all we have to do now is subscribe to PewDiePie. That's it. Gamers rise up. Peace.